What is going on, everybody? This is Mike, and welcome to the Fly Pod, season two, episode number six, final episode of our second season. Good to be with you. Thanks for joining me here on the Fly Pod today. Today is Halloween, October the 31st, and I'm recording this on a Saturday. Planning on releasing releasing this tomorrow, uh, Sunday, November 1st, and hopefully it will propel you into an excellent off-season and will be your guiding motivation for the next few months without softball. Uh, again, good to be with you. On tap today, we have a 2020 season recap where I'll be talking about both leagues, some reflections about how things went. Uh, next section will be future of the flies because at the end of every season, you know, we're always wondering if we're coming back or if we're coming back two nights or what's happening with the future of the flies. So we'll dedicate some time to discussing that and, and thinking through some things. And last but not least, joining me via Zoom is going to be number 23, Alex Stoyanov, who's going to join me for trivia time in the last episode, episode five. We uh, had some initial trivia questions to win a pair of fire shorts that should be coming out in time for next season. I am super excited about that, so I'll be sure to tell you all about it when we get there, and Alex will be joining me for a chance to win some brand new fly shorts. Well, let's jump right into the 2020 season recap. Overall, nine wins, 15 losses, 231 runs scored, that's about 9.6 per game, 290 runs allowed and that averages out to about 12 runs allowed per game. Uh, our team started out 2-8, and eight, and I think it was in Episode 5. I kind of gave a message to the team to hang in there, uh, and we responded to that message. And we finished up the season uh, at 507-7 and seven for an overall record of 9-15. Ultimately, we ended up in the semifinals in both Morton Grove and Mellis and suffered defeats in those rounds. Um, but my overall thought is that it was a grinded-out kind of season. There was some tough competition, no doubt. And I think 9-15, and 15, yeah, we'd like to be a little bit better than that. And there was a lot of games that were within our, our reach. Lost three games by one. We lost a couple games by you know three or four. We were right there in almost every game. I think only four were really uh, not competitive. Um, but... Ultimately, we you know seven of our games were against Grave Diggers, picked off in Smash Bros. and MG. And in the uh, Mellis League, you know we had about six games against the cream of the crop there. Uh, and it, it was a tough season, tough competition. Uh, we also had you know key losses of uh, some run produ producers and defenders. You know Carlos missing both nights, uh, not having Justin on Thursday night hurt too. Um, but ultimately, we're going to build off this year. It's not all loss. I don't see this season as really a step back at all. Uh, we could have easily thrown in the towel after a 2-8 and eight start, uh, but we kept fighting. We made progress, and, and we're going to reap the benefits from that. And uh, we already did, you know, finishing up 7-7 seven and, seven and, and really, you know, staying competitive. I feel like we, we need to keep clawing in order to reach that next level because we are quite a good team. Uh, and to reach that level of an excellent team, you know, we've got to keep clawing and keep fighting. And how are we going to do that? Well, let's focus on some of the bright spots that came of this season. Big shout-outs to a lot of you. Uh, flies out there. Number one, Kevin Bowers, way to step it up on the mound this year. Uh, you know, we were having a, a you know a need at, at pitcher in our Mellis League, and you know, even early on in the season, I was thinking, man, I, I might have to try my stuff out on the mound. But Kevin really embraced that role, and he stepped in and threw strikes, and 
uh, really didn't skip a beat. So I'm looking forward to his continued progress. I know he loves pitching, and we'll continue to support him there and play good defense behind him. Another shout-out, bright spot, Michael Gerb at the plate. He's got that Griffey-like swing, hitting 590 at uh, Morton Grove, which is incredible with 23 hits. Uh, you know Morton Grove pitching is hard to hit, and he did a really good job with that this year. And at Melissey at 541 with 20 hits. So nice job, Gerby, a bright spot for sure. And, hey, what a great addition PK was to our outfield on Thursday nights. He had 636 this year with five homers and 21 knocked in. Quite a great uh, rookie campaign with the Flies. Loved having you out there, PK. Pleasure playing with you always. Uh, Nick Reyes, big shout-out to you. Nick really uh, turned a corner this season, hitting 525 with three homers and 10 RBIs, playing some excellent defense out in right center for our Morton Grove team. Uh, Stein was a, a, a great bright spot as well. He is truly our leadoff man. I trust him in that in one spot uh, without any reservation. 23 hits in Morton Grove for a 575 average. He had 595 at Mellis with 21 runs and 22 hits, doing an excellent job. Uh, Billy, another great season. Mellis hit two homers, 16 RBI, uh, hit 593 in Morton Grove. Eric, shout out to you, hit 605 uh, with six homers and 20 knocked in at Mellis. That's awesome. And hey, you know, I'll lump Steve and I into a category. Steve and I kind of struggled this year. Uh, we will be the first to tell you that, but we finished strong, and, and that, that's a real bright spot. And, you know, Steve showed a lot more patience at the plate. Uh, on base percentage really skyrocketed toward the end of the year. And once I started changing something with my approach, my last 10 at bats, uh, I felt really good, finished on, on a tear with a you know a monster homer, and uh, felt really good at the plate. So um, you know that that's good that we finished the year that well, and we'll, we'll seek to have some more consistency next year. Uh, shout out to Tom again, pitching some really close and really great uh, defensive games. I mean, holding Smash Bros to three runs on a, a given night is a really, really uh, great accomplishment. Uh, Michael Kiley, one homer, fourteen knocked in in Morton Grove. Uh, three homers, 14 ribbies at Mellis, so that's four homers, 28 ribbies on the year. That's a pretty good offensive season, Kylie. That's why we got you in that four spot, uh, that patient approach. I love it. And uh, Alex Stoyanov, who's going to join me soon, was able to give some spot starts at third base, which was really helpful. And he had a 10-hit season in MG, and you know that MG pitching is tough, so that, that's definitely a celebration. And kind of two new guys to the squad, Stu and Tyler. It's good to have them aboard. Stu had a really... Uh, a decent second stint with us, hitting 47 with a 19-hit season, uh, and it was great to have him aboard. So, you know, there were bright spots. Despite a 9-15 record, it was still, number one, a ton of fun playing with you guys, but also a lot of good offensive and defensive production, and we're going to seek to continue to get better each and every day. Let's talk about the future of the Flies. Each year when the season ends, I start thinking about opening day in May right away, and of course I'm already thinking about it, but obviously as most of you know, my situation is changing. Uh, we're thankful to God that uh, we are pregnant with our first baby boy after a, a long struggle of trying to get pregnant, so it's uh, you know a really humbling and, and uh, amazing blessing that Jessica and I are in this situation. Uh, so I'm going to be a first-time dad, and I am going to be pretty busy. Babies due March 13th, and uh, two nights a week is no longer really an option for me personally. Uh, however, two nights can, of course, be an option for the infield flies. There's no doubt about that. 
Um, so we have a great core of guys, and we'll definitely play, but it just remains to be seen, you know, where we're going to play and how many nights uh, we'll play. Um, we'll offer up the same uh, options, Morton Grove on Mondays and Mellis on Thursdays, and, and see what we get. Um, I think we can still string together some really solid rosters. Uh, personally, I know I'm going to be committing to Mellis Thursdays because uh, it's much closer to my house, uh, and I also thoroughly enjoy playing at Mellis significantly more than I do playing at Morton Grove. And I think that was part of my problem this year is thoughts become reality, right? And I started having a pessimistic attitude about that unlimited arc at MG and, and my stats showed this year. I hit like crap in Morton Grove and at Mellis I hit fine. Uh, so, you know, if I do end up subbing on Monday nights next year, I definitely got to change my attitude and be thankful to play and be excited to play. Uh, but even if I'm not playing Monday nights, I'm definitely still committed to organizing uh, for everybody and, and sub as needed, um, even sending out lineups and whatnot. But, you know, with uh, our changing situation, I just want to make sure that my priority is at home with the family and, uh, you know, definitely can still play Thursdays, but Mondays I'll, I'll just fill in as needed. But I, I will definitely still organize. Um, but, oh, you know, the goal is to keep two nights a week available for guys. Uh, we don't want to lose anyone. Uh, you know, by playing at Just Mellis, right? I, I know Alex, Nick, and Tom, that's kind of a drive for them. Uh, I, I would I would not want to lose guys from our core just because we can only limit one night. So I'll, I'll do some work to get some rosters together. Um, I always reach out, um, you know, I always say I'm going to reach out in March, but I can't help myself. I usually text guys about January uh, to see where guys are at. So if you get a text from me early on, you know it's just because I can't wait to know where we're going to play. So that's the future of the flies. What about the future of the fly pod? Well, just a couple stats about the fly pod. This marks the sixth episode of our second season. Uh, we have 18 total episodes uh, in both of our seasons. Uh, and since we moved it to the new platform on Anchor, we have 149 total plays, um, 156 total plays on SoundCloud last year, which gives us 305 total plays. That's about 17 listens per episode. Uh, which I'm just I'm humbled and flattered by that people actually enjoy listening to the fly pod because when I first had the idea I was like man is anybody gonna really listen to this but it's clear that uh, um, you know you guys appreciate it and listen I've had guys join me as special guests it's been awesome so uh, you know it's it's been a lot of fun and I'm gonna continue to do it however it is quite time consuming you know from recording to editing to sharing it out usually takes me about eh, two to three hours on a, uh, on a weekend. So, um, you know, what I'm going to commit to is less episodes, about four to six per season, you know, go with a season preview, go with a midpoint, go with a recap, you know, do episodes as needed. But um, I, I'm probably going to cut back just a little bit, but I'll for sure be making them. I, I do love doing it. I know you guys like listening to them. Um, and special guests are always welcome. I think I'll just have an open invite and whenever guys can make it, they can pop on. Uh, and that's really great. Speaking of special guests, I'm going to welcome my good friend from way back in first grade, Mr. Alex Stoyanov, number 23. He's going to be joining me live via Zoom for our trivia time. So our trivia time, as you know, in season uh, two, episode five, last time we had some trivia questions and the winners will be able to get, oh, I should back up. First of all, people submitted answers for the uh, trivia. And for every answer you got correct, I gave you an entry. And I haven't done the entries yet, but here's who got some correct answers. Now, I'm going to ask Alex questions live, so he's going to get a shot to do it. Uh, but Mike Stein, you got four answers correct. Nick Ray is two. Steve, four. Billy, four. And Michael Kiley, two. And so whatever Alex 
gets, we'll add that in and then we'll draw two names from those entries and those two people will be uh, receiving a free pair of infield fly shorts. I'm so excited because uh, we are getting some new graphic design work done with a uh, IF logo, much like the New York Yankees NY logo, uh, kind of as a basis um, at, for a, a timeless classic IF. And then also we're getting a, kind of like a minor league type feel of a menacing fly, kind of like thinking of a a 90 Charlotte Hornets logo put into a softball uniform. Uh, really excited working with somebody out of New Jersey for these graphic design needs. Uh, and the shorts that we're gonna make, I promise you are gonna be fire. You're gonna wanna wear them. I know mid-July, mid I got sick of wearing pants. So I was like, you know what, we need to get some shorts. So without further ado, let's get to the trivia and let's get to Alex to see how he's doing in this young off season. All right, joining me via Zoom is my main man from way back in first grade, Mr. Alex Stoyanov, number 23. Alex, what's going on, man? Nothing much, Mike. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for taking some time out of your day. I see you're actually working on this beautiful Halloween Saturday. Uh, so what's going on? What's new with you? Nothing. Just uh, be glad to be back at work full time now. Uh, it's been about a month now, so it's uh, it's good. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I know you're out of out of it kind of part-time for, for a while, so it's good to get back to that, that consistency state. Uh, what about Nolan and Caroline today? What are you guys doing for Halloween? Uh, they're both going to be Power Rangers, and we're, we're going to attempt to walk through the towers to see if anybody's uh, participating and, uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe have a couple adult beverages with us. <laughs> but uh, we'll, we'll see, you know. Nice. Yeah. Power Rangers. I feel like, you know, there was a time when Power Rangers were cool and then it was uncool. And now I guess it's back to being cool. So there's a lot of different uh, variations of just uh, Mighty Morphin. There's so many different now. It's from when we were growing up. Yeah. I feel like we only had like the, the core five, but I'm sure there's a lot more now. That's awesome. Well, enjoy your Halloween. I know it's a beautiful day. We were out earlier. We actually had a little fire and, you know, now we're kind of cozy up inside, but I don't think we're gonna get any, any trick or treaters. We live too close to golf, so it's just it's way too uh, way too close to a busy street. Everybody works into the neighborhood. Anyway, you are one of the original four. We started the team together. Uh, this past season was a little unique, being the coronavirus year. But what what was the highlight for you being out there? I mean, you were in, in part of the MG team um, and, and didn't get a chance to come out to Mellis. But what what was the highlight of your season? Just playing. Getting getting uh getting back out there this because we didn't know if the the season was gonna happen or not and uh just you know getting back out there with the guys throwing the ball around hitting the ball you know just enjoying the camaraderie instead yeah. of staying home all the time. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I know even getting out when we get out in April or, or May for BP, it's just great to get out there and just to see each other, but also just to play. Uh, definitely. What about off season? What do you have planned? Any big trips any big things going on any big workouts i know you and kylie do crossfit i don't know if that's still going on with the pandemic but uh what, what's uh on your agenda for the off season uh nothing too big uh yes we we, we still go to the gym uh about three to four days a week uh they did institute a mask rule and it is uh really hard working out with a mask <laughs> yeah it's like uh it's like it's like altitude training uh but uh you know just trying to stay somewhat in shape and uh that, that's about it really I mean, nothing nothing too crazy you know we're probably going to build a uh, hockey rink in the backyard with, with uh for nolan oh so with actual ice yeah yeah we're, we'll uh -huh. put some uh two by 12s up and uh line it with a tarp and flood it and uh hopefully you know it freezes and we'll, we'll have uh 
some hockey tournaments in the backyard or something. Oh, that sounds awesome, man. I, I'm, I'm definitely going to be coming over for that because one of my life goals is to be able to skate backwards, and I still cannot do that to this day, so I, I will be over falling on my butt over there. That sounds great. That's fine. Um, so what, what, are your, what are your thoughts for next year? You, I mean, the, the big question I'm asking everybody, and, and I kind of said it earlier in the episode, but you know, I usually reach out to guys in March, but – Big question is, are you coming back? I know I'm coming back for at least one night a week, but what are your, what are your plans? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, I'm going to keep playing. So uh, unless, unless there isn't a team anymore. Right. For sure. I know one of my goals is to get the, the flies in the 50 and over league. So I'll need you. Uh, That's fine. <laughs> yeah. I think we're all in the same boat. I think we're all down for that. Yeah. But I'll be excited to, to get the teams together. I'll probably send out, you know, I always try to commit to say like, okay, in March, I'm going to reach out, but it's always sooner than I do just because I'm too excited to get out there and play, but looking forward to that. All right, let, let's talk a little trivia. Now I know you tried to do the trivia because, and you had told me that you were trying to submit some answers, but then Nolan was, you know, maybe playing with you or trying to play with you at the time. So what we're going to do is we're going to go over the questions. I'll actually give the answers. Uh, and you'll have an opportunity to give um, uh, your, your answers to them. Right now, for my entries, I got Mike Stein with four correct answers, Nick Reyes with two, Steve Reamer with four, Billy Brisky with four, and Michael Kiley with two, and Alex Stoyanov to be determined uh, based on these answers here. So, Alex, let's start. Can you name me three of the top five flies in total games played? And this includes both Mellis and Morgan Grove, all time. Uh, me, you, Gerb. And Eric. So, actually, you only got two. So, it's me, Kevin, Steve Gerb, and Billy are the top five. So, I'm going to give you 0.6 of a point because you got two-thirds of them. That's close. (laughs) I I think you and Eric are are really close up there, too. In fact, I got to go double-check. I know I got these answers correct, but I'll make sure that they are. Um, But close one there. All right, let's move into the championship years. Can you name both championship years and exact leagues that they were in? Uh, Mellis was last year. Yeah. I guess not, not this previous, the, the previous year. Right, right. And then Morton Grove was a year before that. So MG was actually 17. So, so, two, so yeah, it was two years ago. Two yeah, years Because we, MG, and that was a fall league too. So that was MG 17. Um, and then Mellis. Oh, that's right. Because we, me and Eric weren't there. We were, uh, we were in Cancun. <laughs> that's right. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was scared because I was like, oh man, this, this Toyota brothers aren't going to be there. Yeah, that's and right. Ended up winning and texting you guys. I'm sure you guys were in a hot tub or something. So. Yep. Uh, and, and nice, was, nice umbrella drink. Yeah. Right. And I think it was 39 degrees the night we won that one. Um, nice. Next one is who has played all five years. So think back to our 16 inch days. Is that including both leagues? No. And is, is Kevin included? So because he wasn't on the roster, but he right, Kev, Kevin wasn't on the roster. Kevin wouldn't count. So there's four. There's well, I'm, I'm, I almost gave that away, but there's four of us who have played all five in some capacity. <laughs> I go back to my first answer. <laughs> yeah, so you said it was me, me, you, Eric, and Gerb. Gerb, yep, you got that one for sure. So that that reminds me of our uh, original team. You know. The 16 inch team that was kind of can, a we, can we bring marty back um, i i'd love <laughs> as long as his sweatpants are falling down while he's feeling the grounders that, that was probably my favorite memory for sure of marty <laughs> um 
All right, next one is uh, Mike Stein wears the number seven. Do you know his original number as a fly? Uh, no. Right, it's number it's 28, 11. 11. No, yeah, I'm 28. I so. know, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so 11 is his original number. I think he wore it for a year and then he switched over to seven. Lucky seven. Um, so the next one is about all-time hits. And um, this is throughout the career uh, hits. It, who has the most? Is it me, Eric, or Steve? I think Steve. Uh, it's not Steve. It's actually, I'm surprised by this. It's actually me, but I think the answer, the reason for this is because I played the most games. <laughs> no. De- definitely not the best hitter out of all of those guys. Uh, I, I finished the season with 187 career hits. Eric trails me by 10 at 177. So Eric, this is I don't know. I, I think, you know, just does the book. So that's true. That's, <laughs> there's an asterisk there too, because, you know, I, <laughs> I'm leading in that category. I'm sure a lot of E4s end up as hits, but uh, yeah, Eric is trailing me, but Eric this is my, my challenge to you. You're not going to catch me. So uh, good luck. All right. What about this one? Carlos McDougal, he showed up for the playoffs this year. It was good to see him. Do you know his number, Alex? Thirteen. No, not 13. It's going to be 21, 21. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Number. Um, and it's good. I have word from him that he'll be joining us next year. So it'll be good to have him back full time. All right. What about this one? Who has the most homers as a fly? And if you can tell me how many, that's just a bonus. Uh, is in both, both leagues, both leagues. Yeah. Let's see. Let's go Eric. And at 12. So, James is at 30 total, um, but Eric is in second with 19. Billy has 10 all, t- uh, all time. That puts him at third. Um, and continuing on with records, man, the, the answer to this, this guy has 54 walks. Who is the all-time walk leader? Stein. That's, a, that's an excellent guess, but it's actually Billy Brisky with 54. So, Al, I, I counted three correct for you, so I'm going to put in three for the, the entries. I hope you were, or you win a pair of shorts. I'm going to do the drawing in just a minute because i got to get some computer program up for it. But thanks for participating in the trivia with me. Do you um, have a, a sample of the shorts? So all I have a drawing right now, or anything? I do have, yeah, I do have a drawing. Anybody that wants it, shoot me a text, and I'll, I'll shoot it over to you. So what I used is uh, – kind of a a template of these Toronto Raptors old school shorts, you know, the purple ones with the basketball dinosaur, obviously it would have all fly stuff, but um, that's kind of the template I used. I drew up some sketches for white shorts, black shorts and purple shorts. And then, you know, working on getting um, just some of our logos refined in terms of like an IF logo and then kind of like a more minor league logo. And then uh, we'll send that over to unicorn sports. Uh, That's the company that makes, uh, you know, custom shorts, and then we'll get those ordered. Definitely have those ready for opening day because, you know. Is, is anything else going to get switched over to Mojo? So the thing, well. From Mojo, I mean? No, no. the reason is is because Unicorn Sports has, um, they don't have like a team site like Mojo does. That's like the best thing about Mojo is they have the team site. Yeah, Other than order. that, yeah. it, it's like, you know, kind of, I mean, they made a nice product, but, you know, you and I have dealt with them sending in sizes that are way too small or, you know, things that yeah. have holes in them. So 
if Unicorn Sports can build a team site for us, I totally wouldn't mind switching everything over. I'll check with them. That's a good point. Um, and then, yeah, we'll have the shorts, and, and that will be kind of like a separate order. I don't know if we're going to be able to order it outside of this offseason. You know how, because like Mojo, we can order whenever. Yeah. But I'll definitely make sure to communicate that with everybody. But I'm looking forward to it. It'll be good in the middle of July to wear shorts as opposed to pants, right? Yeah, we get, you know, we got to get socks and, you know, maybe some underwear. You know, we got to expand the, the, the whole uh, wardrobe. Yeah, I'm down for that. I'm going to contact the – I know you're a Duluth fan, so we'll get some Duluth custom underwear. That sounds oh, great. It's some great stuff, man. Yeah, for sure. Buck naked. Buck naked. Infield flies. So, Alex, thanks for joining me for trivia and checking in. Any last words for the flies out there? Uh, stay healthy and uh, let's be ready for next year. For sure. All right, Al, thanks for coming on, and we'll see you in April. All right, fly family, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. I have all 19 entries put into this pinwheel, and I'm going to spin it with this online tool to tell you who will be the winner of a pair of new fly shorts ready for opening day 2021. Here we go. First spin is Mr. Steve Reamer. Congratulations. It has landed on you for the first prize of a fresh pair of fly shorts. Thanks for your entry. And let's do one more spin. Good luck to everybody remaining. If it lands on Steve again, I will re-spin. And it has landed on Billy. Billy, congratulations. You have won a pair of fly shorts. Steve and Billy, you guys will be rocking those. Maybe on opening day, it might be too cold. It might not be. Who knows? All right. Thanks, Flies, for joining me for the last episode of the 2020 season. We went over the 2020 season, the coronavirus year, which was an interesting one to say the least. Uh, We went over the future of the flies and the future is bright. Uh, We did our shorts giveaway uh, and it was great to have Alex on to do some trivia and catch up. And I will be in touch with everybody about the shorts order and hopefully we will have a big order coming in. I will see everybody in April of 2021. We'll do some BPs on the weekend. And until then, go flies. (laughs) We'll be right back. 